Hello, and welcome to the IMG Podcast, where we are dedicated to empowering IMGs through deep diving conversations, inspirational stories, analysis of match trends, and beyond. Our mission is to help you learn what it takes to succeed and to thrive as an international medical graduate. Hello, friends and residency candidates, and welcome to this third part of our series on mental health, where I have the pleasure of speaking with Victor, an MS2 at SGU. So hello, and thank you so much for joining us. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Perfect. Can you tell us a little bit about what got you into medicine to begin with? All right. That's a perfect question. Um, So first of all, medicine is all I've known. To be honest, um, I was brought up in a medicine home because my my dad is a nurse, my brother is a physician, my sisters are nurses. So like wow. this is like a discussion we just have a family where we just talk about medicine. Um, medicine became like a zeal to me when I um first at the age of sixteen, when I was actually trying to do a TB test, which is like a, a skin test. And this occurred uh, when um, a physician, my pediatrician to be specific, was trying to like do a skin test on me, but not knowing I have the antibody for um, tuberculosis. So it was more like showing a positive reaction. So it showed like um, the physician was not like worried, um, worried about like my past medical history during the time. And I felt like I needed to be in that position whereby I could um, be more culturally competent enough to understand um, other um, cultures, to integrate that into medicine. And while doing that, I uh, studied biology in undergrad. I was able to like integrate biology, integrate my uh, volunteer um, in uh, Coney Island Hospital, seeing patients, seeing shadowing physicians, so this actually sparked a lot of interest in me in medicine. And I did research, I was able to convert um, bench work into science and convert that into like patient care. So these all intertwined with each other and actually um, propelled me to want to study medicine. So that's why I love medicine and medicine is me. Yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, it sounds like you've been exposed to it for a long time and been inspired to you know, keep pursuing it and adding to the field and, you know, being that provider of comprehensive care for people. Um, what was, what were you considering when you were deciding where to go to medical school? Um, correct. Um, so, um, while I was deciding what medical school to go to, I was actually applying some U.S. medical schools. I did um, a program called there's a program for underrepresented minorities in the in medicine. I did a program like that. They actually um, have a pipeline to medical schools, but unfortunately, they need a certain um, grade, which I was almost there, but like I couldn't read that part again. So, which was called Sydney Kimmel Medical College. But I um, opened up my options. Basically, I casted a wide net. I looked at the best um, medical schools in the island, which was um, SGU. And um, as you actually um, 
I, I connected properly with XG, uh, with interviewer, with the people. A lot of physicians in New York City are like a lot of XG graduates. So I feel like it's a, a promising institution to give me the competent medicine curriculum. And XG provided me with the resources and provided me the full, uh, full scholarship for to study at XG. So like this actually wow. was a good um, thing for me. So that's why I'm in XG right now. Well, congrats. That's amazing to be able to have that opportunity and that support to be able to do so. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Can you tell us what your first year was like once you actually got into the program? Perfect. Um, that's a very good question. I appreciate that question. Because um, <laughs> understanding medical school was like, or like starting the first year was like, uh, you know, like drinking the water from a fire. I was like, you know, how the pressure is. Um, I had the idea of medical school was like, I had the idea of like, I could enter the, the grocery at first, but it didn't, it didn't work that way. So my, my mind was not set up properly when I first started. This, um, this occurred because like my undergrad was more like, um, I could study like um, some slides and I'm sure I'm good to be able to pass the classes. But medical school is just, first it was more like a lot of contents, a lot of materials coming at you. So you need to be like, prepared so you need to pre-read post-read you need to be able to like um use or active recalling practice question limited resources so these are the things I wished I knew when I first started medical school it would have helped me like um line up my um study skills properly but after a couple exams I was on um good average and stuff for like after the third exam I was getting good grades because I was able to get those tools from my resources from the resources at school. So like my first was basically a transition moment whereby like you know going from undergrad to master's program. I did a master's program in translational medicine. That was more like um refining um biotechnology um from like sciences to products. So it was not more of like biomedical sciences. So it was more of like products. So I was able to transition properly going to medical school, but um, my expectation was so different. Like mentally, I, I felt like mentally I was not, I was not ready, but like I had to be mentally ready when, when, when I was in it by, by using the right resources. So I would say resources is one of the greatest things you could do in medical school. The best study group actually helped me a lot. I made sure my study group was actually limited to like not more than three for to, to limit distraction. And um, I did a lot of um. Uh, uh, Pomodoro techniques, which I I learned from the from the um, the workshops from school. So I utilized all my resources. I was transparent to myself. I made sure like all my weaknesses were actually brought up. I was written out to make sure like I tackle my weaknesses to help me strengthen my strengths basically. So now technically yeah. it's been a beautiful thing because I learned a lot from uh, I grew basically from first year to second year. Did it surprise you that, you know, things were going to be so much different and difficult? And you know, how did that affect you to actually be, you know, trying yeah. to drink from that fire hose? <laughs> it actually did surprise me because, you know, I had like a um, couple of my friends, like, I feel like everybody studies differently. So like, um, me seeing my friends able to like pass through the first year and like see the amount of work they put in, it was more like, it depends on the institution, it depends on how like exams have been set up, it depends on how people study. So like I didn't really go with the expectation it was gonna be like um 
it was going to be like a race where you have to catch up every time. Like you can't slack. So it was a surprise at first, but while being in it, it is very doable if you actually stay on task. That's, that's, that's the, the short form for me. Like medicine is doable if you actually stay on task. That's it. Can you tell us a little bit more about the techniques that you were uh, mentioning just now? Oh, I did um, uh, a Pomodoro um, technique, which is like um, study for like 25 minutes. I take a five minutes break. So I try to refresh my mind, make sure like um, I'm like actually not like stressing my brain too hard enough to understand something that might be giving a lot of problems. So, so my, I've used the Pomodoro technique, 25 minutes studying, five minutes break. I take like four cycles. Four cycles, I take a long break, longer break. So now it makes me um understand the the concept properly. So just by saying like um I studied my class my class notes or my class courses, then um use the encoding memory to my long term memory, and I do a retrieval memory to my short term memory to understand the the concept properly. Then I that's why I always do active recalling. So I force my brain to actually try to remember certain things and I use a lot of practice questions. Like I always say, a lot of practice questions have helped me a lot to which I am right now. Like practice questions actually you do learn a lot from reading the content over and over and over. When I do practice questions, when I get answers wrong, I don't beat myself up. I use that to learn. And when I learn, I conceptualize my learning and I just um learning and just um memorizing and I try to conceptualize I learn a concept map. Did you ever feel discouraged at any point by the difficulty or you know the performance in the beginning? Um, yeah, I did. I think it's more like a mental thing. So when I think about like a mental thing, I think about like you have to set your mind to understand like what is your end goal? Why did you start medicine? What was the reason why? So when I think about these things, it just like basically like um propels me to want to like meet these goals so I, I set my mind so like my end goal is there i need to just build the finish line and i have to understand that there will be a lot of obstacles that will be in front of me so it's for me to either um overcome the obstacles or just give up and i never want to give up so i always have the mindset so it's a mental thing that plays the brain like i always say medicines are very it's a mental game you either you set your mind to go or you just actually succumb to, to, to the difficulties. So in addition to having a you know, goal-oriented mindset and you know never giving up, were there things outside of studying and outside of medicine that helped you feel balanced? Yeah, a lot of things. I, I'm a, I play a lot of I play a lot of soccer. Um, I do yoga. I go to the gym. So those kind of things help me um, mentally. So when I feel very stressed, because I always say like depression or like being stressed in medical school can be actually external and internal. So like I always focus on the internal part. But the external part is like a lot of people are more, a lot of people think it's just externally. It's more like it's, you know, it's called internal stress. In so once you try to tackle the internal stress, automatically the external becomes easier for you. But that's why a lot of people, when they deal with excellent stress, they, they don't think about anything as stress and they come back to the stress again because they're not dealing with the intracellular part of the, the body first. So that's why I go to the gym. I actually 
just that I meditate, which really helps me a lot. I do yoga with my friends and I play basketball and soccer. So I incorporate this kind of um, activities and um and I basically I basically honor my body. I honor my body a lot. Uh, actually the body is very important to understand our body to make sure when the because the body is, is like a a cellular reaction it tells us when we feel in some type of way then we need to like relax take a deep breath and on and um, do the right thing so we could like keep on going so it's basically I'm more like a fatigue because the fatigue is still born out so you want to um avoid the burnout before because it's going to be so hard when you're born out it can it's very hard to pick up yourself so we want to try to make sure we don't experience that that's why i'm like saying only your body that's what i did to myself yeah so keeping your body in good condition honoring it taking care of it you know staying active is going to help your mind stay resilient and present and positive as well is what i'm hearing so that's why i say you need to take care of the internal part of it before you think about the external because the internal leads to the external would you say there's a significant difference in the way that you approach the beginning of your second year of medical school compared to the way you started out in your first year? Perfect. It's, it's, it's a big significance. Like I've literally understood how to study better in the sense that I do a lot of pre-reading and post-reading. When I say pre-reading, I mean, I go through the slides. I don't go through the slides um, in-depthly. I just go through the slides, I scan through it, I see if I have a problem. So when I have a problem, I'm making asterisks. So when I'm making asterisks, during the class session, I actually focus a lot on the asterisks to try to understand what the professor says when they explain that. So that makes me understand, take a better note, basically take a better study note. When I do that, then I post-read. I do a rigorous post-reading. When I do that, then after I do a practice questions. When I do a practice question, then I meet up with a study group. So before I meet up with a study group, I have to make sure I have an idea of what is going on so I could contribute to my study group. So I'm not just going to study group plan forward and I'm going to be trying to go to a study group with a good knowledge of the content so I could pass my knowledge to other people while they do the same. So it's been a thing I started year two, and it's been a thing that really helped me throughout these three weeks. Perfect. Do you know what areas of interest or specialties that you might want to pursue in the upcoming years? Um, yeah, I do. Um, I want to, I believe, Looking at myself, looking at my strength, looking at what I feel like I've been dedicated to or what I want to enjoy, I feel like I want to go into more into like cardiology or oncology. And what draws you to those fields? So um, while taking um, CPR and, um, in our medical school first year, I've always enjoyed the cardio part of um, the courses. This was one of my best um, grades, and it's one of the things I could actually relate to because, like, I I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and um, 
I see a lot of um, um, people coming with um, cardiovascular disease. So this is something like I feel like being African American or being Black America is something that is very like irate of people because they do not get an educational um, educational presence of like if if I have a physician that has a, a community where they could teach, explain in a very layman language to a lot of um, the population in where I live, Brooklyn, New York, I feel like it's going to help subsidize or help reduce the high rate of cardiovascular disease. And cardiovascular disease can actually lead to other things. So this is something I feel like I could contribute to the to, um, to the system or contribute to the, the space. So that's why I'm always interested in cardiovascular disease. I'm open up to other specialties, but it's actually one of my top um, choice i feel like i could um resonate with wonderful well we certainly appreciate you taking the time to share your experiences um you know some of the challenges that you've gotten through and all the techniques and approaches that you have in order to do your best and to succeed and to help yourself and your peers succeed so that you and your community can help the world at large and we definitely wish you all the best for everything that's to come perfect no problem it's my pleasure um for the invite thank you so much for this platform and i wish um the best for everyone too thanks so much Zev. all right dear friends that concludes this episode of the img podcast we hope you enjoyed it and will tune in for upcoming releases you can learn more by visiting Match Resident on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Thank you. And until next time, take care.